Be inspired to learn, grow, evolve and rock life with Ty Nell and Dale Robin. This is Alternatescapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to your weekly dose of Alternatescapes. My name is Tyrone Nell, and as always, I have the beautiful Dale Robin in studio with me tonight. How are you doing, girl? I was a little frozen, but now I have thawed out, and I'm feeling ready to rock the show. Thankfully, I thought this cold front was a long way gone, but it's clearly <laughs> hanging around for a few more days. <laughs> Now, last week, we, you and I chatted about some of the superhuman abilities that we have, right, and that we may not be aware of. And uh, to our listeners, Dale and I promised you guys that we were going to do a little experiment. You An know, experiment to, we did. To see whether we have these telepathic telepathic abilities or if we're able to remote view. Um, and as Dale just said, we have done a little experiment and we're going to share those results with you a little bit later on. But first, let's chat about tonight's topic, which we've been very excited about. It's all about lucid dreaming. Yes. And I want to hear from our listeners, how many of you guys or who of you guys experience lucid dreaming? I, uh, I ran a little poll on my Instagram story today, and I think it was 50% of the people who responded have lucid dreamed before, wow. and the other 50% haven't. And Amazing. I think there was around 50 people who responded to that. So it's quite interesting because I thought everyone lucid dreams. No, yeah. me, I don't. So if you have had lucid dreaming experiences before, and um, if you have any weird and wonderful things to share about your experiences while lucid dreaming, let us know via the WhatsApp line on 072-870-7571. Yes. And as always, we've got fantastic grooves lined up, and Velastri will be sending you off into the rest of the week with an insi insightful message from Spirit later on in the show. And if you have happened to miss any of our previous episodes, you can catch up on our website at www.uncutmedia.co.za. Now, as we were saying before we cut to the track, is uh, that Dell and I ran our little experiment to see whether we have telepathic abilities or remote viewing <laughs> abilities or not and the results were quite um surprising yeah, i was expecting more telepathic it. than i am that 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 is for sure yeah but we're going to practice that we're going to practice it so can i tell them yes, what it was yeah, yeah. okay so so also and i think i think the reason being is that you you've been on this journey a lot longer than i have and your meditation skills are a lot better and your ability to open your mind is a lot better um but basically what we did was we spoke about it briefly last week mm. and we each took three pieces of paper and wrote down our own a, a shape color and a word yeah. in word and then had to kind of think about what the other person had written down. Yes. So Ty achieved two out of three, yeah. uh, a false start, but then got two out of three yeah. because you weren't listening to your gut, which I yes, think is paramount yes, to remember. Yes. And uh, me, I was a little distracted, but I was distracted on, I was seeing all this stuff. Yeah. It was just the yeah. wrong stuff. <laughs> so we're going to keep practicing that. We're going to keep practicing that. We'll keep that. you up to date with the, the But results. what was quite interesting about that is, okay, so, so Dale had written down on her piece of paper, she had red as her favorite color, and then the shape was a circle, and then her favorite animal was a horse. And I guessed red, not guessed, I suppose, telepathically received red and the circle. Initially, no, my first guess on the circle was, wasn't circular, it was square. No, I your think. first guess on the red was purple. But, yeah. Yes, that's right. That was the gut. Yeah. But anyway, um, so then as the last, uh, the, the word, I said dog, and Dale had written down horse, 
but dog was the first thing that, that she wanted to, to write down yeah. so it was quite interesting so there as you say like listen to your guts so it was and also i think one of the key points that you made was write down the first thing that comes to mind don't think about what you're writing yeah. so so interesting little uh, learning curves there for us and i think yeah. that as we go it's going to get better. So hopefully within the next couple of uh, months, we can save some data yes. and we can uh, do everything <laughs> telepathically. It'll be amazing. I'm just going to have to find that mute button. <laughs> Dale's flip switch. She's talking too much. Got to turn her off. <laughs> so if you have experienced any kind of telepathy over the last week or have played around with remote viewing, let us know via the WhatsApp line on 072-870-7571. And more importantly, if you are a lucid dream, let us know via the WhatsApp line. I think let's also just very quickly for those that are a little bit less awake than me. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm much the same. Explain to the listeners what is lucid dreaming. Right. So the reason why I feel lucid dreaming fits into this realm of superhuman abilities, basically, is that I feel it is in these dreams that we connects with something deeper than just you know what we perceive as reality so i would say we connect with consciousness and um, once your mind's gone to sleep and you're at that level of consciousness and and you are basically awake in a dream you it's a it's a magical world like you're mm-hmm. out there adventuring okay so um lucid dreaming is basically a vivid experience that um you become aware while you're dreaming and you are then able to basically control your reality while you are dreaming. Wow. Um, and the, 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 the vividness of a lucid dream comes through in color, comes through in like some people can see other people in their dreams or make out shapes or it actually feels like a real world and you find yourself awake in the space. Um, you know, when I started lucid dreaming, I, I I kind of went with the dream. I didn't feel like I had control, but I was very aware of what was going on in the dream. Yes. And now yes. I'm at a point where I've got control over the dream. So not not that I try and control it, I allow it to flow. And I don't have expectations when I dream. And, and we'll get into a little bit more about how to actually evoke lucid dreaming and how you can practice those skills and techniques yourself. We just had a message come through on the WhatsApp line. Um, Uli being a clown. Hey, saying, I hardly remember my dreams. So lucid dreamings would be a dream for me. <laughs> so I said, don't worry, we are going to teach you. Morgan on the WhatsApp line also saying, hello, how's it? Hey, Morgan. Morgan, Morgan actually responded to my um, poll on Instagram and he answered yes to one of the lucid, well, to yes to lucid dreaming. So Morgan, Morgan, let us know what your lucid dreams or what your most memorable lucid dream is that you have and we can maybe also take a shot at deciphering that for you yeah. or figuring out what the significance there is. So here's a question I've got for you very quickly is, is are your lucid dreams all the same kind of uh, theme? Do they change all the time? You mentioned adventures. Mm. You know, do, do, they, do they change or is there a common thread? It's quite it's quite interesting. So from childhood, I have dreamt about different settings, different scenarios, and these scenarios or these settings, these places in my dreams have remained within my lucid dreams from childhood. So wow. I, it's almost like this dreamscape where all the cities in which I've in which I've lived, and I've lived all over South Africa. It's almost as if in my dreams they all become one. Okay. And then there are familiar places within these dreamscapes that I like to visit in my dreams. And then in these places, I will have different experiences. So to give you an example, one of them, I was trying to explain it to, to my partner, Bennett, the other night. And it's actually quite funny because it's hard to explain your dreams to other people because 100%. it is so outworldly, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, but this one specific dream is one that 
that I've been having quite frequently. And it is basically this lodge in the bush next to a river. It kind of reminds me of St. Lucia. Mm. And um, the the last dream I had was me walking down. So the lodge has these like villas. So sometimes I find myself in the villa and I'm like all classy and you know like really living the life yeah. and then sometimes I find myself walking around the lodge lost like I'm looking for something okay and the last one that I had I was looking for something and it opened the dream opened up onto this like beautiful garden and there was a lady standing in the garden and she felt familiar and uh, the next thing I turn around and walk towards these villas and there's this which I would imagine a some kind of guide. So that's this guy that I have on my phone. Actually, <laughs> he looks like a a um, shaman. Like a shaman, Sh- shaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like showing me the way. He was like, "Here, come this way." Crazy. But I didn't go. There. I was like, "There was." Uh, I just didn't do it. I was like, "Okay," and then okay. I woke up. Wow. But to answer your question, um, there are every now and again, there's new ones that pop into mind. I like to try and fly in my dreams. Sometimes, like, hey, you were actually in my dream last week. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> yes. good. Hopefully, fully clothed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely fully clothed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, one, I think one of the most memorable, memorable, or, or, or most like prominent dreams that I've had was just before the tsunamis in Thailand. I think it was in 2011, mm-hmm. was it? 2014. 2014. Mm, the first one was 2014. And for about a couple of months before that tsunami, I started having these reoccurring dreams of a tsunami happening. Crazy. And my my mission in the dream was to save my sister and my mom. Wow. Um, and if it, like, I would sense the tsunami coming in the yes. dream. I would know what the signs were and I would sense and I would eventually I blocked the tsunami from from coming and I was able to save my mom and save everyone else and then the tsunami happened and I was Mm. like what scary you know yeah yeah quite interesting but you know we did mention that we were talking about it before the show where I said to you how much of this stuff is actually look I know where your mind goes and I know that there is always now an explanation but Mm. for a long time it's always been coincidence Mm. you know I've had it where I've had a dream about somebody and then they phone me the next day Mm. or they've called is that coincidence or is it actually the energies aligning and the dreaming and and, and do we have that ability to foresee Mm. what could be happening in the future I think it is all connected in some way Uh, you know you and I were also talking about earlier I mean, over the weekend when I had thoughts of you and in my mind, I was like thinking, I wonder if yes. Dale knows I'm thinking about her. And then a couple of minutes later, you actually SMS me through, yes. SMS to me. But um, just also to backtrack a little bit and answer your question about exactly what how lucid dreaming works. So when you sleep, your brain cycles through this rapid eye movement, <laughs> REM, right? And, that's, um, and then also your non-REM states. Non-REM sleep includes three separate stages. So that's during non-REM, your brain waves, heartbeat, and your eye movement gradually slows down and then in REM sleep your brain actually becomes active Uh, your heart rate and eye movements also increase so lucid dreaming like most dreams usually happen during the REM sleep so that's during the time when your brain is active and your eye movements are a bit more rapid Um, and, and that's when in the lucid dream when you become aware of your dreaming and you're aware of the awareness within the dream Mm. then then you know that you're having a lucid dream and we're going to we're going to look at some of the ways in which you can actually 
wake up if you want to call it that in a dream because you may be having dreams at the moment and it's just like go you kind of go with the flow but if you can train yourself to get to a state where you actually realize okay i'm in a dream let me wake up i wonder if that's potentially why i don't lose a dream i'm a terrible sleeper mm. and uh, i actually saw a sleep therapist a couple of years ago who basically said to me half your problem is you never actually fully achieve mm. full REM sleep yeah you you kind of always flitting in between and i think that comes from years of conditioning of always mm. sleeping with one eye open one, you know, one <laughs> ear open mm. for various reasons but I wonder if that's potentially sleep is a very big important part of being able to lucid dream and recall your dreams proper sleep because I mean I sleep you need but to I be rested yeah, you need to yeah. be rested, especially to remember your dreams, you need to be rested. There have been instances when I've had like a really late night and I've been working for days on end and then eventually when I crash, my dreams feel just more prominent and more vivid. Well, this is why we were laughing as well. I said to you like, I mean, I'll have a lucid dream after I've been drinking. Yeah. You know, because I think you, you hit that stage, which is interesting for me because that I think answers my question. Yeah. I don't lucid dream because I don't actually sleep correctly. I had a question for you, which pops into my head, and Uli's just asked on the WhatsApp line as well. Don't you ever feel tired after lucid dreaming? You know, if you're out there and living in your dream, don't you feel tired the next day? So there was one experience, Uli, that I had when I was a kid, and I put it down to one of my blonde moments, but... I dreamt, so now it's school holidays, but I dreamt in school holidays that I was going to school. And and it was like a full-on school School session, full school day. And I woke up, I was so agitated because I just spent the whole day at school and I was on holiday. (laughs) And then there's also been an instance where I've actually woken up and gotten dressed for school and headed out because in my dream, I was like waking up to go to school and then I woke up from my dream. And so I just continued. (laughs) I think it would be such a useful skill to have to be able to remember these things. I mean, I I often joke that I'll wake up in the morning and have a random bruise that wasn't there the day before Mm. or wake up feeling exhausted or wake up and not exhausted because I didn't sleep but exhausted because I feel like something was going on like I fought a battle in my dreams Mm. and I wonder if that isn't actually what is happening I just haven't honed the skill to remember it because often people will say to me you know I I woke up and and this was sore or that was happening or I felt this and I feel an uneasy but there's no reason for it. Yeah. And have you ch- ever have you ever woken up from a dream that you've maybe had of a partner or, or a friend and you wake where they've maybe done you wrong and you wake up and you're actually so pissed off with them? Oh, but that's the and fun- they don't understand. But that's the funniest thing. I'll never forget a couple of years ago, I woke up and I had this serious shits with one of my exes because I was convinced he had cheated on me. And it happened in my dream. I dreamed that he had cheated on me in my dream. And and I took him apart. Yeah. And it turned out that he was like, dude, you were dreaming. Yeah. But he, he actually turned around and said, I tend to talk in my sleep. When I dream, I talk. Mm. And he said, and you were flicking me. (laughs) (laughs) So, and that's why I find this whole thing so fascinating because, you know, there are lots of people that sleepwalk, that Mm. that talk in their sleep, that do all sorts of stuff. And obviously it all comes and stems from, from this. Absolutely. So if you guys also, if you, if you deal with like sleepwalking or talking in your sleep, or if your partners happen to have a little hissy fit next to you while they're in the middle of the dream, let us know on the WhatsApp line on 072-870-7571. My brother used to talk in tongues. 
tongues. I'll never forget it when we used to sleep down the, the passage and he'd start speaking a different language and that yeah. used to freak me out as well. And subsequently with our conversations, I've, I, I, past life, but yeah. potentially, maybe yeah. he was a, a Russian ballet dancer. I don't know. Quite potentially. Morgan on the WhatsApp line um, seems that says that he dreamt his own funeral a few years ago. Oh, wow. It wasn't scary. I could see everyone I knew in various phases, which depended on how close we were or how important they were in my life. I also remember the music that was playing. I was able to control what I was seeing and where I was going. Morgan, what Sorry, was what was the what was the music that was playing at the funeral? Um, according to Dream Moods, one of the most well known on uh, which is one of the most <laughs> well known online dream dictionary websites, uh, when you dream of your own funeral, it signifies closure of a wow. problem or an issue. That's amazing. Yeah. So let us know how that relates to you, Morgan. And sometimes music in a dream can also have meaning as well. Also during the day, I don't know if you've ever noticed that when a random song just pops into your mind mm. and it actually has relevance to whatever you were thinking of or experiencing in that moment mm. the same thing with dreams as well so if you remember songs from dreams i've never remembered a song from a dream but if you remember a song from a dream there may be quite there may be significant meaning behind that it. that's yeah. fascinating mm. right so to continue the, the discussion so morgan's come back to us with the songs that he hears in his dreams one of which is will young's life song and the other one was tubular bells. Tubular bells and andigio for strings. But you said Morgan that the andigio for, for strings was the more uh, was the, the dance, dance version. version. Yeah. So so maybe it was a celebration. You know, maybe maybe your funeral was celebrating. I mean, the dreaming of your funeral was celebrating the overcoming of a challenge in your life. Um, and I, I feel that many times I, that's the sense that I get when I lucid dream as well. Is there's that it's, it's almost like confirming what's happening in my real life so if I if I dream of where something's making me scared then there's something in my real life that's also 100%. making me that I'm fearful of you know um, you know an, an interesting an interesting little fact we were talking about the differences in our dreams I said I don't lucid dream but I like to tell myself stories mm. uh, before I go to sleep and then I tend to dream in bits and broken pieces mm. about that and it occurred to me while you were talking that it's actually my affirmations so we've always spoken about um, affirmations yeah. on the show so i go to bed at night and go you know I, i'm going to be on a yacht with Matt Bomer and, and Channing Tatum <laughs> and I'm skinny and I'm rich. Am I there too? And you're not there, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. But, but you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and then I will tend to dream that. It hasn't happened yet, obviously, because I'm sitting here freezing. But, but, with but, me. But, <laughs> but it, 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 it's that affirmation that I think I think there's a lot of your extenuating circumstances mm. going to dictate mm. what you dream about. And if you're not doing that, you're a very interesting person, mm. which is why this whole topic I feel is like yeah. a five show series. <laughs> so uh, only about 55% of people who have experienced one or more lucid dreams in, in their lifetimes ha can actually recall their dreams. And then only 23% of people have lucid dreams at least once a month. So wow. a lot fewer people than what I initially thought. I thought everyone lucid dreams 100%. or has dreams yeah. and you know but I think I think we do but it's more about the recalling of the dreams yes. or actually waking up and what realizing oh, exactly, yeah. exactly 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 so this is a, this is how lucid dreaming works on a biological level right so the as the as your pineal gland becomes activated by you focusing on breath and slowing down your brain waves uh, you become more suggestible to information so that's when you're going to sleep you know you your body this is why meditation is actually so easy to do because your body already knows what to do so yes. when you go to 
sleep you going into meditation basically that's going to follow that's going to carry you through into sleep okay so therefore your breath slows down your body actually focuses on the breath and um, you become more suggestible to information and uh, to linger in a slower brainwave pattern like theta you're basically opening up the door between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind mm. and that's quite interesting because I always feel that the dreams I have are those subconscious messages that are coming yes. through and your subconscious will piece things together or pictures together to convey a message through to you that you would be able to understand. That's why I feel it's so hard to explain your dreams to other people. Mm. So what ends up happening is that the rush of the chemistry into your brain uh, is caused by this frequency that's carrying different information. Okay. And that's where I feel the connectedness comes through in um, you know being connected to consciousness. So your interaction with this field makes it actually helps to produce better antioxidants accidents and uh, can help you physically heal from trauma wow. or disease and that's why sleep is so important yes, you know yes, of course. that's why we get so groggy and irritable when we when don't, we don't sleep, sleep because sure. it's almost like a reset button and that's why they also say every day is a new day because you are resetting okay yeah so when you learn how to slow down your neocortex and tune in that's when you may start to have premonitions or these lucid dreams where consciousness will convey important messages for you that you need to become aware of um, and you may not necessarily recall dreams but during the day you may trigger some feelings or emotions that a dream may have warned you about and then make an intuitive de decision based on what you were feeling in the dream it's it's all very interesting and interconnected and yes. wired in such a you see i go way. straight back again and i know you you've argued this point with me before but i go straight back to deja vu which we have spoken about could potentially be past lives mm. could potentially also be something that you dreamt about that you haven't recalled mm. that now suddenly i've had this feeling i've been here before yes mm. you were there last night in your dream yeah. kind of vibe yeah so so that it's very it's very interesting that, that as you say everything is interconnected 100 there is that show on netflix we always end up on a netflix show i think it's called <laughs> oh the uh detective the detective show and the slogan of the show is basically everything is connected okay and that is reality everything is connected is. our dreams are connected to our realities in some way or another of course it is um so here are some ways that we need that you can uh, strengthen your ability to lucid dream or okay. become more in tune with your dreams okay. okay right number one as always is meditate yes i got it right this week this week this week <laughs> you're learning yes uh, but ultimately uh, the number one thing to do is to get more REM sleep so since lucid dreaming usually only happens during REM sleep spending more time in the stage will increase your chances of lucid dreaming so you can extend REM sleep by getting enough enough sleep overall so you need to feel rested your body needs to be rested it needs to be looked after in order to get good quality sleep so try put the phones down guys just especially before bed, before bed no time. screen this is my voice thing yeah. no screen time before bed okay yes. if you have to have to have to be on your screen before going to bed get uh, there's these new glasses out on the market it's called optic blue and it basically blocks out that blue light that gets reflected in the screen a lot of the phones come with that now as well i have that mm. on my phone which is a blue light protector yeah. basically yeah. guys 
just put the phone down before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I honestly. like to I like to read a few pages of a book before 100%. falling asleep, and that actually that definitely helps. I did that for the first dream. time last night in ages. I mm-hmm. actually read before I went to bed instead of watching TV, and um, I slept better last night than I think I have in ages. And I'm telling you now, it's because of the screen time. Mm-hmm. You remove your brain from that screen time, um, and you know I had someone argue the point the other day, like yes, but for me the escape that I need is TV because then I'm able to shut my mind down Mm. and i'm going yes but your everything else is still awake Mm. focusing on Mm. that just shut everything down lie in a dark room close your eyes and focus on your breathing 100 percent. and they generally say give it about half an hour before you plan on falling asleep and you will wake up so much more rested as well so to practice good sleep hygiene here are a few things that you can do follow a sleep schedule (laughs) i like to i like you know what i like to go on the feeling and uh, when I feel tired, I'm tired. I go to bed. That's it. You know, easy. Um, when I wake, when I feel like I need to wake up, I wake up. I don't really like setting an alarm. And on the days that I set the alarm, I tend to disappoint myself. So <laughs> I, I just leave it as is. <laughs> uh, another thing to focus on is exercise, getting <sighs> physical activity. So ultimately, it's healthy mind, healthy body uh, will help you sleep better as well. And you'll notice an overall improvement in your being alert, being like on the ball, being able to, you know, effectively be productive and all the rest of it. Um, we've just discussed this one, avoid electronics before bed. Mm-hmm. Create a re- relaxing sleep environment. If you've got 20 cats and dogs jumping all over you. If you've got 20 cats and dogs jumping all over you during the evening, that's not going to be conducive to good sleep. Or a partner that snores. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then avoid caffeine (laughs) and alcohol before bed as well. Listen, alcohol's been an instrumental in making me fall asleep for years. (laughs) (laughs) And having those lucid dreams. (laughs) And having the lucid dreams. But no, in all seriousness, those are all, I think they're all very logical things. We just, nobody follows them. So if you are very serious about learning to lucid dream Mm. and you are serious about it, you do need to take it into account and you need to practice it. Exactly. And um, if you want to get serious about dreaming and your lucid dreams and and become more open to the information that flows through in those states, these are the things that you need to do. And it really is as simple as improving the quality of your your day-to-day life and the actions and the habits that you take during your life. Interconnectedness. Exactly. Then another thing that you can do is keep a dream journal. So I used to keep a dream journal uh, when I started going down this path of trying to understand what my dreams mean. I don't need to necessarily keep a dream journal anymore because now you just remember. Now I just remember as I sit here, I can piece my dreamscape together in my mind and uh, also pin, um, pick out individuals that I've engaged with in the dreams as well. But to get your mind trained into actually waking up and, and, and you realizing, oh, I've just had a dream, let me write write it down do that and write down the things that stand out most so for instance i had before moving to cape town i and also uh, this was about two years ago when i embarked on this whole self-discovery process uh, i had this dream it was shortly after i had my channeling session with Alea. i had this dream where i was in the army and i was looking for someone but i was jumping from one scene to the next scene to the next scene eventually uh, and in each scene someone directed me to where i needed to go in order to find this person and 
in each scene there was one thing that stood out for me so there was like a clock in the one with numbers on it okay. um, a time and numbers um, there was a woman in the other one that felt like a child and then the last dream was this person and the moments I saw this person and I've never cried in a dream before mm. I started crying and I hugged him and I, I was sobbing. I woke up sobbing. Yeah. It was like three in the morning. I had to go to the lounge and, and kind of like gather myself again. Yeah. And I wrote down the things that were significant in the dream and tried to decipher it all and understand what it meant. Um, but I firmly believe I served in the world war in a past life. In a past and, life, And that was the sure. dream. I was looking for someone who I'd lost in the world yeah. war. Yeah. You know? So keeping a dream journal definitely does help. It just helps train the mind to recall those dreams. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's an interesting thing that you say. I've had a couple of dreams where I've woken up crying or I've had issues like that, but I've never been able to recall why. Mm. Um, and, and an interesting one I wanted to ask you if there is a tip or a trick to doing this is that on the odd occasion I do have, I've had a recurring dream my whole life yeah. um, that, that tended to always surface after a bout of trauma or mm. something that made me unhappy. It was always the same dream and the only thing that changed about it were the people in the dream with me okay. but that's the story for later on or another show um but speaking of the REM sleep I've got my answer I don't lose a dream because I don't generally REM sleep and if I do it's in the earliest hours of the morning mm, so mm. sort of between two and five yeah and there have been so many occasions where I've been in the middle of a dream, whether it's been an absolutely delicious one or whether it's been absolutely appalling and terrifying. Yeah. And I've then woken up, whether mm. that's been due to my alarm clock or something going on or my body just saying, you are in a panic stage, you need to wake up. Mm. Is there a way to kind of train yourself to go, I don't want to wake up now. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's like getting halfway through a series and then canceling the series. It's yeah. super frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I also went through that stage where I'd wake up and I would, I'd, I would feel the need to want to go back into the dream. Yes. So I'd wake up, go to the toilet, come back. Just before I get back into bed or before I put my head down, I would revisualize the scene that I had and then I'd go back into the dream. Okay. It was okay. almost like like programming your mind to hit the pause button. To well hit the pause button, but also um, almost um, teleporting, I guess, back to in, back yeah. into where I was. Uh, but one of the other things that we can do is actually, uh, so it's called practicing reality testing. So your level of consciousness is similar when you're awake and when you're dreaming. So that's why words are so powerful because your mind can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not real. Mm. You know, So you can use visualizations to create this whole other world and your mind won't know that you've created this world from imagination. That's why imagination is so important. That is why imagination is key. So by increasing your awareness during your waking states, you can enhance your awareness during your dreaming states. Mm. It works both ways. Yes. So reality testing is a popular way to do this. It trains your mind to recognize your own awareness while you're awake. So the method involves doing reality checks throughout your waking day. So as reality testing becomes a habit, you'll be able to in induce awareness while dreaming. So the reality checks include finger through palm. Okay, so push your fingers against your opposite palm. If they pass through, you're dreaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I should hope so. Or maybe you need to see a doctor about that. They're not passing through, so we're not we're dreaming. We're not dreaming. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
mirrors so in a dream state your reflection won't look normal you might not see a reflection but in your waking day obviously you will see a reflection so in your waking day look into the mirror you see your reflection and say i'm not dreaming yes okay uh the other thing is a nose pinch pinch your nose Can you feel it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if your breathing stops. <laughs> well, so now we're getting a little bit onto the obvious side of You're things not dreaming. here. But it, I think this, these are good tips and tricks for people who do lucid dream and who yeah. get into that point of like, oh, no, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think this, uh, the, the reality testing with the journaling, with having good sleep will all work together to help you dream better. Sure. Um, and then the other thing is reading. So look away from a text and then look back again. If you're dreaming, the text will change. Okay. I've dreamed that quite a lot, um, especially lotto numbers. Wow. And I've never acted on them. I should You actually, should act on What's wrong with you? I yes. should act on them. Yes. When I was a kid, because I always dreamed of winning the lotto. That's amazing. And the one night, I still remember, I got these lotto numbers through, and my mom didn't want to buy the lotto, so we didn't win. <laughs> I'm still guaranteed we, we you would You should have, have written them down. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then the other thing is tattoos. So if you have tattoos, look at them. And if they look different in a dream, then you, well, they will look different in a dream. Mm. So, and then you will know that. Because I never well. look the way that I really look in a dream, ever. I've no, I've, I have noticed that. I look the way that I think. And this is such an interesting experiment to do, is that how I feel on the inside is reflected in my dreams, as opposed to what my reality is. Right. So quite very interesting there, because you're saying you don't look like yourself in a dream. No. So when you dream, do you see yourself? Yes. You, so you see, you are a viewer, an observer. A viewer, that's it. I, I don't feel, I don't, except for that recurring dream okay. where I was in, in fact, no, I'm lying. I've always watched myself reacting in a dream. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I have, I have two different kinds of dreams when it comes to that. And this is something that I started piecing together the other day with the remote viewing, because sometimes I'll seem, observe myself and sometimes I will be the, the no, person. No, I've never had a, I will be, I've always been an observer. So the dream I had with you the other night, I was the person. Crazy. And then, yeah, we were in a, at a beachfront, I think it was Durban and um, Bennett was also in the dream as well. He wanted to do something and I wanted to do something else. And I got frustrated with him. I was like, you go do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. And, and the third wheel over here was like, and you? <laughs> and then, no, but you came out of nowhere. But the funniest thing was like, I walked up and tried to fly up, but that didn't work. Sometimes I can fly, sometimes I can't. Okay. I'll always try. Okay, Peter Pan. <laughs> and, uh, and then like a dog came from behind and like pinched me on the shoulder. And then you were in an apartment and I went through to the apartment and you were waiting there. With. And I don't know. It had yeah. a beautiful, I, I still need to process that one. Yes. But it's quite interesting having that dream where you are observing yourself versus the actual person in the dream. For sure. Let yeah. us know if you are a viewer or an observer or if you are an actual first mm. person dreamer 0728707571 right so because lucid dreaming is such a vivid experience and this is why i like to lucid dream it appeals to those people who want to explore you know explore these magical realms or explore the inner dream worlds with greater awareness so the idea of lucid dreaming is so intriguing to people because as some researchers have suggested it is the ultimate form of an immersive experience Mm. so it is like like AI, VR, VR, virtual reality reality. on steroids. Yeah. 
So lucid dreaming offers a unique and fantastic world in which everything may become possible or controllable and feels real without putting the dreamer at risk. So researchers have suggested in an article in the Frontiers in Psychology that the combination of the fantastic sensory and emotional experiences and lucid dreaming has a couple of really cool benefits that um, we, we get from, from these experiences. So one of them is enhanced creativity. Yeah. So... Because lucid dreaming allows a dreamer to invent or create anything within the dream, it could be an exciting way to explore creatively and safely within the confines of a dream. Mm. And that's something that I've started exploring with because I always ask myself, why, why don't I lucid dream about performing? you know yeah. on stage about singing and all the rest of it and it's because i've never really evoked that in my dreams and now i have and now now i can sense myself getting closer and closer to the stage in my dreams you for know, like sure. i'm looking for that stage yeah, <laughs> yeah i got you um, I got you. but it is a great way like once you've got control in your dreams to explore that creativity and play around with some ideas uh, you also have fewer nightmares so some researchers believe that lucid dreaming might have some therapeutic effects particularly for addressing nightmares so bad dreams can interrupt sleep as we know mm -hmm. and can play a role in reducing the quantity and quality of sleep so lucid dreaming could allow people to take control of their dreams and either prevent nightmares from happening or redirect the events of the dream towards something more pleasant i'm sure there's a movie about this now that you mention that about a young man with night terrors and they teach him how to control it i'm f i want to say dr sleep in fact i'm going to say dr sleep from stephen king um yeah. i'll find out more about that for a later show and let the listeners know Doctor? Doctor Sleep. It's Doctor Sleep it's by the, Stephen uh, King. It's the, um, the sequel to The Shining. Oh, right. Um, and it's, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. And they teach him how to handle, but that I think was more psychosis than dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's brilliant. You well, must go and have a look at it. Yeah. I, I will. And, and that's how, that, that's what lucid dreaming was perceived as back in the day. Like people were diagnosed psychosis because mm. Mm. They, were, they were thought to be mad. That's it. You know, you can't live this whole other life while you're sleeping. And I, some people believe that your real life is actually your dreaming life. For sure. And For we sure. are in our dream life too. now. So yeah. it's quite interesting. Yeah. Another thing, another benefit is that we experience less anxiety. Uh, so some That'd some amazing. yeah so some some people suggest that lucid dreams might be useful for reducing symptoms of anxiety or PTSD. So because the dream allows you to explore situations with a degree of control, they could do things like practice doing things normally, or, or rather than be being reactive uh, mm -hmm. to situations, mm -hmm. being um, responsive. What reactive? Uh, what's the word? Oh my God, reactive. I hit the black. No, no, Responsive. we don't want to be we reactive. We don't want to be reactive. Yeah. Anyway, so less anxiety and that I definitely feel within uh, myself as well. Um, and it, it, it was really just, it opens up a whole new world. You know, it's a magical world. I sometimes find myself daydreaming about my dreams and will wonder, like, what is the meaning? What does that entail? Well, that was another another thing I wanted to bring up earlier in the show is that that is why daydreaming is so important. Um, you know, I daydream probably more than I normally dream. And, and I've been told my whole life, you know, snap out of it, focus, you know, get on with your shit. But yeah. the, 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 the daydreaming is why I have realized so many of my dreams, mm. as in the, the wider term of things. Because mm. I'll be, I, had, I had one yesterday. I was lying on the plinth with the, the ladies at B Betty's having my lashes done like a real chick <laughs> and I had this dream of this thing that I wanted to do mm. 
And literally, as soon as she was done, I went, hey, how's this for an idea? And now there's a whole new plan on the, oh, on wow. the cards. Yeah. So, so daydreaming is very, very important. But I think I think it all comes down to this lucid dreaming, dreaming, night, all of it, mm. is to listen mm. and to pay attention to mm. what your body and your mind are telling you. Yeah. Because yeah. too often we ignore it. Yeah. And, you know, you, you go, oh, God, I had that dream. It must be an absolute fruit loop. But actually, it's trying to tell you something. Exactly. And listen to that feeling. Listen to the feeling that you get in the dream. I think that's actually guides you to what the dream is saying or what the dream wants to communicate right so these episodes have become way shorter but i do enjoy them more i feel like it's a lot it's okay they will also be they will also be part twos because this this is another topic we can go on forever and ever we were speaking about uh, the the dangers of mirrors in the break as well we're going to bring that up in the coming weeks lots of exciting things coming up and of course if you guys would like to have us discuss a particular topic we'd love to hear from you yes oh seven two eight seven zero seven five seven one you can also drop us messages on our social media yeah absolutely you can follow us on instagram at uncutmedia.za or uncutmedia.za sorry and at alternate underscore scapes and you can also find uncut media on facebook go and give us a like give us a love tell your friends we want to share the love and share the therapy with everybody else and uh, coming up for the rest of the week great entertainment tomorrow night tid 199 truth and dance if you like your bangers uh, join dj paul angel from 5 p.m tomorrow evening thursday i'll be back with after dark all of your very best alternative tracks and some very cool interactive games and uh, the weekend's coming up too hopefully it'll Mm. be a little bit warmer if you'd like to check out our schedule and of course listen to our old podcasts it's all on uncutmedia.co fantastic thank you guys for tuning in we have Velastri lined up who's going to see you into the rest of the week but otherwise keep staying beautiful keep staying lovely and go and rock, rock life hello alternate scape listeners it's time for spirit news of Velastri and what a beautiful blessed message today in the middle of the read we have the ace of cups this is you allowing your cup to be filled this is you allowing yourself to receive blessings this is you allowing your wants and needs to be met allowing yourself your wants and needs not feeling guilty not feeling ashamed for that which you desire this is you simply opening up your heart chakra to receive love to give love to receive gifts from the universe this is you appreciating each and every single aspect of you and allowing yourself the divine love of you of your existence to flow within you and through you as within in the spirit section of the reading you are allowing more of your soul to express itself within love you are allowing a freedom of your soul you are starting to love every aspect of you every aspect of your desires you are allowing yourself an innocence a childlike innocence in the exploration of you in the exploration of your wants and needs in how you are feeling and what you want to do. This is why the energies of late have been a little heavy, have been a little tricky and tumultuous. In this energy of this heaviness and trickiness, it's now to see, to show you, are you going to now allow yourself happiness and love or are you going to go back into the mind space? Are you going to go back into micromanaging? Are you going to go back into feeling um, low feeling um, rejected feeling dejected or are you going to realize okay these energies are a little bit heavy around me I'm not really balanced I'm just going to go and do what brings me happiness what brings me laughter what brings me joy it is you simply clarifying again once and for all what is it that you enjoy what brings you love what brings you joy what brings you laughter in this experience and as within the physical section of the reading now we're finally seeing the high priestess things that were 
hidden from you in the physical are now coming to be. Aspects of yourself which were undiscovered because you're not allowing yourself are now being discovered and now being revealed. Beautiful truths, beautiful gifts, beautiful um, um, abilities now and beautiful, new beautiful elements to you which were previously unhidden, hidden rather because you were not allowing your light to be as bright and shining for all. Now being revealed, now being open, you're allowing your light to shine. So now beautiful experiences of you are being shown to you. At the base of our deck, the Wheel of Fortune, this brings beautiful fortunate experiences, a change in the wind, paths are opening, doors are opening, paths are clearing, restrictions are being released, you are now feeling a flow to life, and in the outcome, Eight of Wands and the Five of Cups changes, fast changes now coming through, beautiful movement, beautiful communication, beautiful changes around you, allowing you to finally move on, uh, moving on from toxic relationships, moving on from toxic things, moving on from pasts, which just experiences and situations and past experiences which just do not serve you anymore. This is you moving forward now to more love, to more new openings of love. This is you finally relieving the past behind and releasing all that does not serve you. At the bottom of the deck, we have the Three of Cups. This brings joy, celebration, achievement, beautiful success, happiness. You're celebrating you. You're celebrating life. You're celebrating all the beautiful changes. You're celebrating your growth. You're celebrating the allowance of your soul, the allowance of your existence. Blessed be. Be inspired to learn, grow, evolve, and rock life with Tynell and Dale Robin. This is Alternate Scapes, brought to you by Uncut Media.